All right, uh, welcome back, folks. Uh, welcome to Brooks and Raymer episode. This is um, this is going to be the best episode, everybody. Best episode, yes. We didn't start it off with the Truman Show reference. Uh huh. That's which, true. Yep. We'll given, we'll go. Given the mass no. number of people that listen to our show, mm. I wonder what the percentage was that got the immediate Truman Show reference from the last episode. You know, I do wonder that because. We're in that age where, I mean, Truman Show, I was young when that came out, but I, you know, young enough to still appreciate it. Like if you're in your twenties, you probably haven't seen the Truman Show. Yeah, I uh, agree. You know, yeah. um, we could make and, other and random we're talking 90s about the movies. Truman Show now. <laughs> yeah, we could make other random 90s movie references like Double Impact or Double Jeopardy. A lot Ooh, of double... double Jeopardy. That was a good. That was a good movie. Yeah. She gets That's to still... kill him scot-free. Yep. Yeah. Just kill him. And, and, you know, you remember she was a big Kentucky Wildcat fan? Yeah. She went to Kentucky and she's she's kind of old now, man. Look look her up. What's her yeah. name? Uh, Ashley Judd, right? Ashley Judd. Yeah, she was, she was pretty hot back then. But Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. used to get her confused with uh, Charlize Theron. I don't know why. I mm. thought they looked very similar. She's uh, South African. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I did not know that until till recently. She you, was on you, the, you just said it, though. You don't I, said get I, did, to, I said I did not know that until recently. I said you until don't get recently. To introduce a fact and then say subsequent to you stating the fact, say that I didn't know that. Well, I, you clearly well, do know that. All right, thank you, Ryan. Um, I'm glad we wrapped that up. Yeah, that was, yeah. That thanks was, for thanks. So I, I want to get right into something that's been then uh, bothering me. Right. So we, we covered. I just bought this house. Right. So right, the, what's the neighborhood that you're? So you you're not like in a duplex, right? No, no, it's it's a nice neighborhood. It's called Kingswood. It's it's a sounds very uh, Game of Thrones ish. It is, but it's, I, I am. Oh yeah, we won't spoil any Game of Thrones. Are you watching it? Uh yes, yeah. Okay, so you're up to date then. I am up to date. I've seen the very last one. Yeah. I'm, All right, uh, so maybe Arya's we can't look. You're an Arya fan. See, I used to be an Arya fan, but I, I was out after be. the after the sex scene. I was done. I was like, I don't need this anymore. What? I feel I, you're gonna rob her. Of of a of an orgasm right before she faces <laughs> potential death. Well, why isn't she death? going with Gendry now anyway? What's that about? Like, what she's got to go south and kill Cersei? Is that the deal? Like, I mean, she didn't really give a shit about the guy. I mean, it was a nice enough guy. He made her a little weapon or whatever. Like, yeah. I I don't know why she has one one time fuck and now the guy wants to marry her and take her off to some other castle. I mean, it's it's the why medieval ages. That's what that? you do. It's what you're living in I mean, patriarchy, man. But I, I know this isn't. It's not 2019, and yeah. we don't know what year it is. There clearly, the age of Arya yeah. can do shit that other women can't do. So well, I don't she know. can turn her face into like weird things. You yeah. know, we yeah. we haven't seen that in a while. Listen, yeah. so Lana Lana watched it last night. Uh, she didn't watch it live, and so I'm just talking to her, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Who do you want to? You know, because everybody's got the person they want to be ultimately. She's like, I don't care. I just want Cersei dead. (laughs) I was like, I was like, I think it would be a kind of a sweet plot thing is if Cersei actually wins. (laughs) Like like they finish it off. Daenerys kills Jon somehow. Then Cersei kills Daenerys and Cersei just ends up ruling them all. And the White Walkers are dead. And and like, that's the end. How upset would the world be? Oh yeah, like just like height height of uh, internet pissed off and oh yeah. yeah, yeah. 
All right, so, so you, you bought a new house, and it's in a Game of Thrones dedicated yeah, homeowner exactly. association neighborhood. So it's a nice neighborhood, like upper middle class, right? All right. But do you have an HOA? I do. Yes, it's not right. expensive, but I do have an HOA. Um, All right. So my next door neighbor, we it's when I bought the house, I was pretty excited about it. Now somewhat less excited, but the driveways they had connected them in the middle. Our driveways kind of run parallel to each other, and then they connected them at the top and built like almost a half court basketball court. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Uh, maybe not half court might be adventurous, but probably to the three point line, at least like pretty so big. This know. is in your neighbor's driveway or this is combining your, this is and- mine and his driveway. Like the basketball okay. hoop is right in the center of our, like it's probably at the property line. Okay. And, and so I was like, that's awesome. Like I, I really wanted a basketball goal in my driveway. Sounds well, cool. it turns out uh, a neighbor is, is just him and his wife. He's retired and he owns five fucking cars. Um, <laughs> He's got a three-car garage, right? Puts He can fit two in the garage, but then he's got shit in the third one. And so yep. there's constantly one to two cars parked in the driveway and a third on the street. And they're right. always parked in front of the, the goal, right? Yeah. So I had a conversation with him a couple of days ago, nicely. But I was like, hey, you know, I'm looking to maybe shoot some hoops anyway. And he was nice. He moved his cars and everything. But how many cars is too many cars? That's my question. So let me ask some demographic questions. Um, yeah. First of all, I'm going to assume old white guy. Yes, old white guy. Yeah. Uh, famously uh, flexible in how they want to live their retirement years. Old mm-hmm. white people. Yeah. Um, Definitely. He's retired. So good call. Yep. Um, so it's just him and the wife? Like, no. Yeah. yeah. No kid. I mean, he has kids, but they're out of the house. So I think they should max, this elderly couple should have max of three. And that's really even pushing it. That's That's my feeling, too. Yeah. So, I, I don't. Are some of these cars like collectibles, like some kind of <laughs> no. Chevy? They have they have two minivans, a oh. full size van, and oh. two SUVs, and all of them are probably like mid two thousands. Like they're none of them are terribly old, but none of them are new either. You know. So. <sighs> So they're all large too. Yeah, you're right. If if oh. if he had like two car, like a Corvette, this was like a something. yeah, like a yeah, like a '60s model Mustang or something, some muscle like, car. All right, fair enough. I, you know? Yeah, I can't hate on some old guy that's been a, a gearhead all of his life and has some muscle car that they're. I can't hate on that. I can hate on a retiree with two minivans, a full van, and two SUVs. That is yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So right now he is, he's moved one of them back and I put up a new net today and then it started pouring. So I didn't get to, I was going to go shoot at, <laughs> shoot around, but, uh, so I am, I am pretty pumped about the basketball court. It's pretty sweet setup if I don't, you know, put a basketball through his windshield or something, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm frustrated by the car situation. Are, yeah. are any of them like like nice? Like they're like Escalades or are they like? Nope, nope. There's like a, a Dodge Caravan and then like a Toyota minivan and Ugh. a Chevy full size van. And I mean, oh. they're all middle of the road. You know, uh, not, uh, none of them are pieces of crap. They're all okay. You know, it's it's not like he's got rusted out shit. But it's yeah. just like I kind of gently talked to him about it. He's like, well, they're all paid off and. I, you know, and I'm, I, I was just yeah. like, I can't imagine paying the insurance on five cars. <laughs> Why the fuck are you doing that? You know, I, 
I think you're overthinking that part because I think insurance company sees like a seven year old white well seven year old white guy probably doesn't pay that much in insurance. Yeah, probably, that's probably true. He probably drives them what like in combination total like 12 miles a month. I don't I think he puts more miles moving them around the fucking driveway than he does driving them. Yeah. Like I'm telling you, they're always in a different order too. Yeah. Is this the kind of guy that wakes up at 5 a.m. to go to the diner and have coffee or like goes to McDonald's? Uh, he doesn't seem like that. He does keep a pretty perfect lawn though. Oh, like, yeah. I, I bought a lawnmower and I mowed my lawn and I, I thought it looked good. And then he mowed his lawn and like he's he then he brought out all the paraf- – he's got like – He's got a blower. He's got a leaf leaf trim or a, a weed whacker. He's he got an edger. I bet he has a gnome I, in his yard. I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't they have a flagpole. I bet he has a flagpole. No, there is there is a, a a guy in the neighborhood. I walk was walking the dog. That's got yeah. full size flagpole. Like like you know at the school full full size yeah. flagpole Does in his have front yard. Lights on the bottom. Is he illuminated it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There is a solar panel light yeah. on it. I was like. This yeah. is overboard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that guy, that guy wants to have conversations about mulch. All right. Oh yeah. 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 That's how much interesting, how many interesting things that guy has to say. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a little weird because our garages face each other. So like anytime I'm out in the garage and he's out, we're just like waving. I mean, we're like, you know, 40 feet apart, but close, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Flagpole guy actually cares about local high school basketball, even though he doesn't. Yeah, flagpole guys go not even like this, you know, city. This I'm in Carmel. This he probably doesn't care about Carmel High School. He's probably going to like another another city to watch him because he knows they're good. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a UPS guy about to walk to my front door. Oh, let's see if he rings the doorbell. I don't know how this works. I've never actually been at the house when somebody drops something off. Nope, didn't ring the doorbell. Exciting times for Brooks and Raver. I know. <laughs> I know. So, moving on. Uh, clearly, five cars is too much. I'm glad you yeah. agree with me. I, uh, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just me. It, yeah, I, I was. I was going to put up some argument if they were collectors, but uh, given the, the the specific cars you've called out, that's it, not only <laughs> is it irresponsible, but it's just a dick move. Right. It's just dick. And yeah. You know, I, I'm trying to, I'm kind of kicking, I don't think I would have not bought the house because of that, but I would have, it would have played into the decision and yeah. I wish I had known that. But like, I mean, I, how do you, how do you predict a dude that has five cars? It's hard to figure that out unless you're stalking the house, you know? Yeah. Um, it sounds like you're in the suburbs and uh, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel sorry for you having to live around. Well, I guess, you know, I'm, I'm basically suburbs too and. Old white people are a fact of life for us. Yeah, so. it's weird. The rest of so I'm on a cul-de-sac. Everybody in the cul-de-sac is pretty much like Lana and I's age, and you know has kids or is having kids or something. And then we have this old retired couple right here, hmm. <laughs> and it's like they're I'm gonna, next to them. They're going to yeah. put in a greenhouse in the backyard, man. <laughs> well, I, Lana's wanting me to put up a fence, so I'm really. She's got not looking forward to the uh, the conversation with the neighbors, though. Like, hey, I know you've lived here for. Your entire life, for however long, we're putting up a fence. Though, fuck you. Like, <laughs> Lana's, got, Lana's right. You need a fence. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do need a fence. Yeah. So, all right. Glad we got so, that wrapped up. Yeah. So NBA playoffs. We didn't really touch about it too much on the last podcast, but uh, uh, so as of last night, I didn't get to watch the game. I've been really big into this Warriors Rockets series, but yeah. I, I didn't didn't get to watch last night's game. I, I was busy. And I wake up to see that KD may have torn his Achilles. And I mean, he, I was like, oh my God. 
Yeah. Turns out it's a it's a calf strain, yeah. which I've actually had. And uh, he's he's out for game six, yeah. which is in Houston. Yeah. I think they're losing that game. I, I think they were losing that game with KD, to be honest with you. So to be clear, uh, grammatically, and you're speaking of the Warriors when you say they. Yes, I'm okay. sorry. I think the Warriors lose game six, and I think the Warriors lose game six with a healthy Kevin Durant. So him not playing to me is not that big of a deal. I I, I think as long as he gets is if he's able to play game seven, I think that's when it counts. But oh yeah, I, I have had a well, I, I I had torn my calf, so it's a little bit more than a strain. But I can tell you, if it's if it is anything like what I had, there's no fucking way he's playing Game Seven because it was incredibly pain. I couldn't walk; like hmm. it was that bad. How long um, did that take to heal? Uh, you know, until I was like playing sports again, it was like a month. Okay. Or able to able to run, you know, like a month. Yeah. Um. So, well, but, everything you know. I've read so far is just calf strain, something like that. Yeah. So if it's a strain, I would guess they'll do some sort of treatment on it and, you know, give him some painkillers, I yeah. would guess. And yeah, uh, I still I, I've been I work was in a shitty time. And so I did not get to watch any NCAA basketball. I have, oh my gotten, God. I have gotten to watch some of the NBA playoffs. Uh, I, at this point, I still think that the Warriors are the best team left. Um, the Bucks and the Raptors are both very good. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if either the Bucks or the Raptors upset the Warriors or maybe even the Nuggets. Um, but I do still think the Warriors are the best. I think that they're not grades higher than the rest of the NBA like they were four and five, three and four and five years ago. I think that they've come back to the mean uh, but I'm I'm excited to watch how it all ends. I think this is one of the most competitive playoffs we've had in years. Yeah, I I, it, I know like maybe some of the series don't seem as close or whatever, but it it doesn't feel like there's that much of a front runner. Like mm, yeah, I'm not when Milwaukee and and if it's Milwaukee Toronto, I think Milwaukee's better, but it wouldn't shock me at all if if Toronto wins. No, you know, no. and then, you know, whoever the Denver Portland series seems pretty even, you know, it's both, both the Western conference are three, two, and it wouldn't surprise me if any of the four teams won. Yeah. You know, if so, Embiid gets his shit back together, I've been rooting for the 76ers. If Embiid oh. can get it back, I wouldn't be surprised if they went on a run. Like there's not so, another body. Well, Giannis intended, he could maybe compete with Embiid, but down low no. I, there's not another body in the nba that can do that have you watched you've i think i've we've talked about this before but you've watched the sixers a little bit then yeah a little bit what is up with Embiid falling all the time i know i've brought it up before i don't understand why the man falls on the ground every third play it's uh, insane i've never I'm, seen anything like it before i think hmm uh it might just be like a, a coping like if you thought that your weak point in your body was like your ankles slash feet and you thought yeah. you put less stress on your ankles slash feet, if you learned how to fall and I think learning how to fall is a skill. Um, yeah. Like football players have that, you know, yeah, where if, if the choice is come down on someone else's feet and twist an ankle or just kind of learn how to go to the ground so that it's not much risk, then I think he's learned how to go to the ground and reduce the risk. Hmm. 
I guess that would make sense to me. Uh, now, just, I'm rationalizing what we're seeing. Uh, I right. can't, obviously, I didn't talk to the guy. I'm, I'm making it work in my head. But he um, looks so coordinated out there. That's what baffles me is like he makes these moves that you're like, all right, a dude his size should not be able to. He, he has like Hakeem, Hakeem Olajuwon type moves. He does, yeah. You know, but then he falls on the ground like he's never walked before. And so I'm just I, like, just that's why it's confusing balls. to me. I think it yeah, maybe, maybe it's him cold. trying to drop out. That's a good point. Maybe that's it. But uh, that's the only reason I can't root for Philly is the Embiid falling thing <laughs> drives me insane. That's I, my. <laughs> I think Jimmy Butler or Jimmy Buckets. I think that little experiment has worked out not as well think, as anticipated. But on the yeah. alternative, uh, the guy they got from Tobias Harris, I think that is working out pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Kawhi or not Kawhi, uh, shit, Simmons. No, no, in in the Celtics, um, Kyrie. Kyrie, I think Kyrie is done in Boston. Oh, I I don't think I don't think they even want him back. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think I think they would be fine not paying Kyrie thirty million dollars to take all the shots and then blame everybody else because yeah. that's what he's doing right now. No, nope. you know, uh, I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I've had some weird schedule times, uh, and we just got HBO to watch Game of Thrones. Uh, I hate to tell you this. I watched uh, Uncle Drew. That was one of the stupider movies I've seen. <laughs> I still have not seen it. It has Reggie Miller in it, and I still have not seen it. So you watched the from you sat down with the specific purpose of watching Uncle. It Drew. took me three days, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I What's the pl- what twice. is the plot? Give me a rundown of the plot. Uh, guy uh, is a rucker. Is a pickup basketball coach and he's mm-hmm. got a team for there's some i think make-believe tournament in rutgers in new york city and that there's like a hundred thousand dollar purse anyway his personal nemesis who of course beat him in a basketball game when they were kids because of course mm. uh, uh takes his girlfriend and the best player who is aaron gordon mm. uh and then uh so despondent uh, basketball coach uh is at a pickup game and he watches uncle drew uh, beat a bunch of younger players. And then he talks uncle drew into uh, getting a squad together to challenge the nemesis guy who stole the girlfriend and the best player. That's the plot. This sounds like an Adam Sandler movie, it, like just like a horrible movie. That... It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. It was really I'm, I'm not sad. I have missed it. Then. It's also funny to watch. Uh... Shit. I can't remember the guy's name again. Who who are we talking about? The Boston Celtics card. Kyrie. 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 Great sportscast or sports podcast, right? Oh yeah. yeah it's, Can't it's remember. It's really people. funny to watch Kyrie in this movie where he preaches about leadership and teamwork and passing the ball and and all this everything that he's shit. not. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then watching actual Kyrie with the Celtics and he's the antithesis of that. It's he had a quote game. after a game recently that he is a genius at basketball. Yeah, that's well, what he said. He's not a genius fucking movie maker. That was dumb. No. It was so stupid. So yeah, LeBron's making Space Jam too. Well, you know, while he's not in the playoffs, <laughs> that's. I think. I think we're gonna hear about that like ten years from now in the documentary. He's gonna. They're gonna interview him. He's gonna be like, you know, I had Space Jam two production was starting in June, and so I knew if I was in the finals, hmm. you know, I'm gonna have to push that back. So I just I'm, decided to call it in. You said you're watching the uh, Warriors on the Rocket series. I'm going to ask you yeah. a question because I'm pretty sure I know the answer is yes. Have you heard 
whenever the the game is in Houston, and every time that uh, KD is like shooting a free throw or does anything, there's one Houston Rockets fan that screams out "New York Knicks." New yeah, York. yes, you, you've heard that. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like the most like there's not a single person in America outside of New York City that doesn't hate that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I have no idea about the validity of the rumors, but that's got to bug KD. I, I mean, not enough that like, he's missing the free throws, but man, that's got to annoy him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I so I went to the one of the Pacers playoff games. Uh, Lana and I did, and we're up in the nosebleed seats, and there's a a, a Celtic fan sitting you know, two rows above us, right? Mm-hmm. And he so you know while you're the home team shooting free throws, typically you're, you're kind of quiet. Yeah, you know, you're not. Pretty quiet, yeah. He is like standing up, given we're in the balcony, like high up, and he is screaming at the top of his lungs the name of whatever player from the Pacers is shooting. And, you know, it's loud to me, but I, I almost – I cannot imagine it's even really making it down to the court. Yeah. And it was the most annoying thing I've ever – it was just like <laughs> – I was just so angry because I was like, well, we're already fucking losing, and I've got this asshole fucking Celtics fan behind me that is screaming at the top of his lungs from – 800 yeah. feet up, you know. What what level of consideration did you give to getting in a fight? Uh, he was a younger guy. He was, you know, in his early 20s. And I definitely considered saying something. And I was, and lead, you know, possibly leading to a confrontation. But <laughs> I did not. I held my cool. Because I was also not the only person very annoyed with him. It, you know, it was the entire section was just like, fuck yeah. this guy. You know? Yeah. So. Being an annoying prick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hats off to you then. Good, good maturity. <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, so, hey, I didn't get. Yeah, I didn't watch the NFL draft. I, I've never been as big of a NFL draft guy as a, like a lot of people get super into it. I mean, did you watch it? Are you were you into it? Uh, I I'm conflicted about this. On the one hand, I think it's stupid, and they're, they're that it's, uh, I mean, every once in a while you get a Pat Mahomes who lights the league on fire, and then a lot of times you get some guy that turns out to be a dud. And uh, so the point, what I'm saying is, I think as a whole it's kind of stupid. Uh, but I guess I didn't have anything else going on, and so I I it. got kind of just <laughs> interested in how it would fall, and just for like the narrative, I I watched it. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, who did the Chiefs take? I don't even know. So the Chiefs in the first round, I guess they traded their first round pick to Seattle for a defensive end who's apparently very good, even though I'd never heard of him. Have you heard okay. of a player named Frank Clark? No. Yeah, I had neither. <laughs> apparently, like they made this trade, and all the ESPN fuckheads were like, "Oh, Frank Clark! Oh, he's so good, Frank Clark! Frank Clark!" All right, well, that's hmm. good for him. Uh, so we traded our first round pick for a defensive end from the Seahawks. Um, so we drafted a receiver in the second round who will probably be about half as good as Tyreek Hill uh, in a few Is, years. Do you think Tyreek Hill will be on the Chiefs next year? Oh, no, 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 no. What? You don't think so? No, no. I, Yeah, I, I think the entire Kansas City – I hope that the entire Kansas City fan base has, has moved on. I'm pretty sure they have, judging by Twitter. That's insane. Yeah. Too, no, I think – Your starting running back and best wide receiver both have, you know, issues. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the Kareem Hunt had no issues coming out of the draft. So I, I don't – I think it's unfair to say that 
the Chiefs uh, drafted a risky player there because hell of his issues came up after he had already been drafted. Um, but Tyreek Hill uh, had pled guilty to punching his girlfriend in the stomach while she was pregnant and uh, choking her against the wall. And he got kicked off the Oklahoma State football team uh, because of that. And he played his last senior or his last year in college at a, a Division II school. And then the Chiefs drafted him in the fifth round. The only reason he was available in the fifth round uh, is because no other team would draft him. Um, but they they claimed that they did due diligence and they talked to everyone and, and he uh, was ref- did everything that was expected and all that bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And uh, now... Uh, he's suspected to have broken his three-year-old son's arm. Yeah, didn't uh, they say like they well, heard like there's a recording of his wife like rec- yeah, telling um, that yeah he hit yeah. So the DA uh, came out and said that they couldn't press charges against anyone because there's no conclusive evidence uh, aside from the fact that the three-year-old had a broken arm. Um, so they couldn't. The DA came out and said that they were not going to be able to get a conviction. Uh, so like the like two days after that press conference uh, an audio recording came out of Tyreek Hill and his wife or fiance um, I oddly enough like walking through uh, Dubai airport uh, I suspect and I think there's no argument here that the wife fiance was recording this and in it in about 11 minutes of recording um, wherein Tyreek Hill does deny that he actually did anything he comes out and says uh Oh, the, the wife says that the son is afraid of Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill says, you better be afraid of me too, bitch. Um, terrified, I think, is actually the word to use. Uh, so that's that's pretty much the, uh, the end of the line there. Um, disregarding actual legal compulsory like, evidence, uh, I, I think the fan base is ready to move on. So, yeah, I think Tyreek Hill's out. Like, How much do you think that's going to affect the Chiefs next year? Because... Uh, pretty significantly, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they will be a much worse offense. I think they'll still be better than average, maybe even top five. But I don't think they will be the best offense in the league again. Yeah. But that's part of it. I think – so in, in the last year's AFC Championship game, uh, the Chiefs offense scored like no points or maybe three points in the first half. And then they, they went to the halftime down like 21 or something. And then they came out in the second half and they lit on fire against the Patriots. And they ended up going overtime. Uh, for whatever reason, Kareem Hunt uh, owned the Patriots. And so maybe that first half, uh, what I'm saying is I think the chiefs would have gone to the Super Bowl if they had had Kareem Hunt in the AFC championship game. Um, but in no way do I want to go back and change them releasing him i was proud and happy when the chiefs released cream hunt and uh and that's that's just life i mean sports takes second take a back seat to more important things and if you don't realize that then then stop listening to brooks and raymer yeah so who is what team is he on now he got signed right yeah the Browns signed him cream hunt uh he's gonna be suspended for the first like six or eight games of the season the Browns, um, everybody's given, got a big heart on for the Browns right now. And I, I'm like, what evidence do we have that adding all of these characters, right, to your yeah. team is is going to work? Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. No, I, I absolutely, I think teams that win, you know, to give a narrative or a storyline, teams that win in April and May, like, don't have shit to do with winning yeah. in November and yeah. December. I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but I, I just feel like they have – 
multiple guys with a lot of attitude and not, not that it's bad attitude necessarily, but it's just like, you've got, there's a lot of potential for shit to go wrong there. So. Yeah. 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 But uh, how do you feel about your Colts off season? You guys got uh, Justin Houston, yeah. which I, I honestly got, I hope he does really well. I just, think Oh, he's, he's a typical Colts signing, like a, a name. Now we've got a better GM now, but he's a name that's on the backside of his career. My bet is he'll have, an okay to decent year it'll be a one-year thing and then yeah we'll either let him go or we'll keep him because of that and he'll suck next year so i think yeah he's i think i agree entirely he's got like two years left in the league he's got one year of average and one year of low average so i i think he'll he'll make some plays to where you're happy that he's there but you know i'm not terribly excited by him but you know, it never hurts to bring yeah. a veteran into a, a young a young defense. We've got a pretty young defense, so I, I'm not. I'm, yeah, he's a good yeah. run. He's he's good against the run. Uh, that's legit. Uh, he was was great against the pass. That's no longer the case, and um, I, I wish him well. Hope he does really well. For we you we basically we traded down and we drafted a bunch of defensive players and a wide receiver. And it was basically a uh, let's go after a bunch of uh, guys we think can help um, on defense and they find value in the late picks. So we didn't I don't even know. Yeah. I, honestly, I can't remember if we had a first round pick. I thought we traded down for like two seconds from our first round pick because the guy the guy they wanted to pick was like a, a mid first or mid second round pick. And everything I read was uh, our, our GM was like. That's who we wanted to take with the first pick, but it was you don't do that, so they traded down and were able to take him later. You know, so nice. Did you see any of the like the pictures of the downtown Nashville scene? No, was it crazy? It did not. It looked crazy, but I think that's just because it was like a downtown scene where all they really had was like one big ass street, and so you you shove fifty thousand people into a street, and it looks a lot more impressive right. or whatever. Um, I, I didn't personally, I, I wouldn't want to be in that middle of that crowd. I did enjoy the, apparently I didn't know this. There's a lot of bachelorette parties that go to yes. Nashville. And so a lot of these bachelorettes did not have any idea the NFL draft was going on and got they, uh, drowned out by a hundred thousand idiot draft. So I was in Nashville last year. I met up with some friends there and we, we went out <clears throat> and it was exactly that bachelorette parties everywhere and it's like my oh. sister went to nashville for her bachelorette party so yeah really it's pretty it's pretty common especially because it's like all these states surrounding it it's not that far to get to it you know hmm. how much did you enjoy your uh colts players trolling all the titans fans? I, you know i i enjoyed it but it's i i just think it's kind of funny i don't maybe the colts players think different but as a colts fan like I don't really care about the Titans. They've pretty much never been good. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that yes, they're a rival of our division, but I, I they were good with uh you know McNair twenty years ago. And and so Yeah. Who was that big ass defensive tackle they Albert had Hainsworth. signed the huge contract? And then Yeah. They they were good that one year and that Hainsworth and those two running yeah. backs. I mean they've had some years it. where it's they're not not bad, but like we've always had Peyton or Andrew Luck and pretty much destroyed them. So it's like the same thing with Jacksonville and even Houston. 
It's just like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like how the Patriots have absolutely nothing to compete in their division. It's kind of how the, yeah, you know, they'll bubble up and nothing. Yeah. I, I tell you, I enjoy my rival, the Chiefs rivalry with the Raiders and the Broncos. I well, you that. guys have a good division. Then, like the Broncos are always kind of good. Yeah. The the Raider or not the Raiders, the uh, Chargers have been good for Chargers. years. At least good, you know, good to the point where they're gonna they're competing for eight to ten wins every year. You know. Yeah. And, and yeah. Oakland is a fuck show right now, but I mean they they can be yeah. good. So. I I love so much that Oakland is. Like, like garbage in league that that makes me because they're a rival i i do love that they're didn't they i think this is what happened right they traded khalil Mack for a pick and then picked a defensive end with the pick (laughs) yeah yeah uh and then yeah the guy they picked up was uh, cleveland ferrell out of clemson anyway they picked him at like number three or four overall whatever it was and uh a lot of the pugnosticators or however you say that word, uh, said that he was really like a, a guy that should have gotten picked in the 20s. Yeah. Like, uh, Good pick, anyway. but not, not top five. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah everyone says. But really, I think no one fucking no, knows. No, no. The, the best you know, player could be in the third round, like, or, you know, like. Yeah. It's NFL like is much more random than, than like NBA draft. Because the NFL, I feel like a lot more of it is hard work, like, than natural like natural ability you know yeah yeah well the nba it's yeah i think the nba some of its talent but then sometimes you get that Kawhi leonard who like just builds his offensive skill and and turns into something that you never imagined it could be right like i want to get my dig in real quick uh so uh i just wanted to say you know can kansas basketball has is similar to the colts Ah. and and uh and the Patriots and that there's nobody in their division to compete with. So it's not that impressive. That it's not is that impressive when they continually win. That. Oh, but they didn't win the conference this year, but you know, anyway, similar, similar concept. So the big 12 <laughs> is one of the premier college basketball is, leagues in the country. The third best, maybe fourth. It's probably the third best. It's it's easily it's ACP and years. Big Ten are the top two, easily. Don't you can't even argue. All right, so and then I'm arguing it. Fuck you, I'm arguing bullshit. it. The Big Ten, the Big Ten is not nearly as good a basketball conference as the mm. Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Who does the Big Ten have? Michigan State, Purdue. That's a good school. Michigan, Purdue, Ohio State. Purdue is one of those. Ohio State's garbage. Michigan has Indiana good years. Sometimes. Purdue has not this not this year, but Purdue has a good year every like three years, so it'll have a good season. Wisconsin. Wisconsin Wisconsin's always good. I'm telling you, I'm telling you Your argument no, is Wisconsin. You, I'm telling you that year after year, the Big Ten and the ACC are considered the two deepest conferences, period. Bullshit. And your Big 12 what's the best, has... What's the best player to come out of the Big Ten? Are, are we doing... In the last, like, 10 years. We're doing player? I don't... I mean... Yeah. I, I didn't Can know that. I didn't know that was how you determined how good people were. Like a conference. Can they even compete with Kevin Durant? <laughs> You can't even claim. I feel like you can't claim Kevin Durant. He was a one and done. He went to Texas. He went to Texas. He went to Texas. Okay. 
Way to Joel go. Joel Embiid. Yeah. Joel Embiid. Okay. Way to go. Way to name players that went to your, your school. Went to the Big 12. Yeah. Michael Jordan was in the ACC. What, am I proving like anything by saying that? Year, uh, 30 years ago, man. Okay. Live in the now. Draymond Green went to Michigan State. <laughs> Second round draft pick. <laughs> so. Look, here's what I have to say is they tied the record for most consecutive conference championships with UCLA from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, Who also yeah, didn't so- have much to compete with back then. Well, they had fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. When's When's Bill Self gonna go to get an NBA job? Uh, I'm not sure that he's wired like that. You don't he think might be? He might be like a Tom Izzo type, where he just yeah, he wants to stay. Yeah, he might. He might. I I don't. I'd be very surprised if he went to the NBA. I really would, and I don't think there's any other college. Um, he came out of Oklahoma State as a player. And uh, there was already there have already been multiple opportunities for him to go back to Oklahoma State, and that they've got a an alumni guy named I think T Boone Pickens who yeah. owns some ridiculous amount of oil and gas. Where they anyway, uh, Bill Self has already passed passed up the chance to go back to Oklahoma State and make ridiculous amounts of money, and I'd be surprised if he goes to the NBA. Uh, the only thing I, he I don't know if he'll retire early or he's not that what old. no well he's I think he's mid to late fifties yeah. I, to me, I'm always you wonder what these guys because you're making good money. You're not, you know, obviously NBA guy coaches make more, but like you, you, your season is much less, right? And well, the only thing is, is you have to recruit, right? There is some recruiting which you don't. Yeah, have but I bet. But so Bill Self, we're gonna do some quick. Bill Self is making seven point one five million a mm-hmm. year. That would be hard. I don't think many NBA coaches are making over that. Yeah. Who's the, the Bulls head coach that just signed that idiot? Jim Boylan. He just signed a – we're doing some quick – contract. Yeah. Uh, this is good podcasting, by the way. But Yeah. Um, I don't What's see – he just – I don't see any uh, any prices. I bet it's not seven point one five no, million dollars not. a year. Anyway, sorry, none of that matters. No, but um, it didn't. All right, so honestly, it didn't break. I I really wanted the Jayhawks to set the record. It didn't break my heart. They just weren't that good this year. Um, some of the freshmen that they thought were going to be amazing weren't that good. Uh, as a Duke got hurt, uh, there was another post player that the NCAA screwed over royally and cut him out for this oh, year. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. Sylvia D'Souza. Uh, and so you take away two of their best post players and uh, take away the talent that was never actually there. And then they just they just weren't that good. I mean, okay. So here, here you go. Randomly. The, so Popovich is the highest paid coach at $11 million a year. Kerr makes $10 million a year. Okay. So just to give you some perspective. So it's not like Self is that far behind those guys. I mean, no. obviously $3 million is a lot of money, but I would be willing to bet – the average coach is making five million or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need to try and compare like California tax bases to uh, Kansas tax base. Either. That's, that's true. That's yeah. you know you know what they always say. Well, there's no state taxes in Texas. I feel that's like I hear that. Yeah. I feel like they say that, that all the time with recruiting or not recruiting, <laughs> but 
when they're talking yeah, about free agency. Yeah, you know, he might go to Dallas. You hear there's no state taxes there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and then they go to New York for the yeah. State they'll go to New York or L.A. Yeah. yeah. Like once once you're making the twenty million dollars, whatever. I don't think yeah. that matters much. Well, all right, man. I think I think that's about a podcast. What do you think? I think that is about a podcast. Yeah. All right. So so sports fans, Brian and I have scheduled a visit uh, at some point here in the future. We may do a face to face podcast. It may happen. Uh, think about that. We can yeah. set up uh, side bets for a golf game. Ooh, I like it. We'll 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 do yeah. some uh, some post uh, game analysis on air. All right. <laughs> all right. Man. I can already. I can already hear you screaming frustration at how frustrating these greens are at this course I go to. <laughs> I, I just want to beat you so badly already. And I know it's not going to happen because you're going to you're going to play it like eight times before then and you're going to know everything. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I, I can tell you at least twice you're going to chip onto a green and then the ball is just going to roll right off <laughs> and end up like 20 yards down the hill. I can already hear you screaming the frustration. Excellent. Can't wait. Right. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Right. Good podcast. And uh, we'll do it again here soon. All right. Good podcast. Talk to you later, man. Bye.